Hey, this is Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... This is Derek Green from Sepultura. First up, congratulations on your new album, Machine Messiah. How pleased are you with the finished album and the response from the media and fans? I'm pretty surprised. Uh, you know, I, it, it's pretty funny when you work on something uh, such a long time ago. Um, you know, we started working on it last year around, I don't know, earlier of the year. And so now it's great, you know, to hear the response. Um, it's surprising, you know, because we really were trying to do something that felt natural and, uh, and something different, you know, interesting with us. And uh, I felt we were able to do that. And I, I wasn't really sure if people would be on board with the ideas that we had or what was really going on. Um, but it's it's a great positive response to this album. I, I couldn't be happier. Um, it's definitely uh, an evolution that I feel that it's been happening with this band and, and a process that I always knew that would happen throughout time, you know, from touring and, and getting to know each other and uh, becoming stronger as a group. So um, I'm ecstatic about uh, this new album. Would you say it's a fair comment when I say this is the best and strongest Sepultura album since you joined the band back in 97? I, I would have to say yes. Um, I, I think that was pretty much our goal is always to try to do uh, to top what we've done in the past. And uh, I believe this is definitely moving in a way that uh, we never imagined. And uh, it's just, I mean, I, I don't think with any of the... You know, we needed those other albums and everything that we've done in the past to really get to this point. So I feel it's definitely the best. Yeah, I, I really love it. I can't stop playing it. It's a bit annoying when you're a reviewer, reviewer because I've been listening to your album and Creators. And I just can't stop oh, listening. Right yeah, man. And I can't stop listening to them. And it's like, shit, I've got to review these albums. But no, nah, I want to listen to Sepultura. I want to listen to Creator. <laughs> it's quite annoying. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome to hear. I love the whole concept of the album about the robotization of society and the thought-provoking video for Phantom Self. Do you think you guys would ever do like a full film to accompany the album? Um, well, we have an idea of really to do two more videos and, and actually have them connected to the first video. We're still working out what we would actually do in the second video and, uh, and, and, and figure out which songs uh, we would use. Um, but I, I, I'm really, you know, the concept is, is pretty strong. I think it's pretty relevant with what's going on and what's been happening. I think Andreas and I uh, really developed this idea uh, just through communicating with each other about ideas and, and actually having a, a different view on uh, the robotization of society and technology having such a huge play. Um, and I think that diversity and ideas really brought out uh, this album, the idea of the album. I was always on the side that technology is extremely important for the, the evolution of man. Uh, I think there's a lot of things uh, with technology we wouldn't be uh, moving forward with humanity. Uh, like, for instance, now we're able to do, you know, a chat in different parts of the world yeah. um, using technology and, and, and really spreading information and, and communicating. Um, but at the same time, there's the downside of technology. But I think that's a problem with humanity within itself. You know, a lot of times people don't like to look at the problems that are evolving within themselves. And I don't think it's, I can really blame technology or the machines. I think it's the people behind it. 
and who are using the technology, uh, uh, their concept of, 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 you know, being dependent on it. So, uh, you know, this was made for an interesting album with different views and ideas that were going into it. I've always believed, and you might laugh, but, you know, the Terminator films, I reckon, like, right. in 50 to 60 years' time, it could be possible, couldn't it, where machines actually turn on humans? But I, I think there's a, a lot of fear that's involved with, with people's. Uh, there's obvious the fear of technology um, with pe- that people have because I don't think a lot of people have a full understanding of what's going on with technology. And, and, and along with myself, there's a lot of things that I am catching up on. But uh, I, I don't think. I mean, robots aren't uh, racist, and robots aren't. Um, <laughs> searching to uh, empower people. I think those ideas come from humanity, from people. So if they were to do that, I mean, it would, it would still be our own problem that we created. Yeah. I don't believe robots are, you know, <laughs> capable of doing this yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always get laughed at when I get I say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, mean, I don't want to laugh, but I mean, I truly, I mean, it's definitely moving in, in ways that we never imagined. But if there were even any evil type robots, they would be created by people. I know. <laughs> There's a really good mixture of songs on the album, and obviously all of the songs are going to be your favourites, but which song's your favourite today, and which ones are you lo- most looking forward to playing live? I'd say uh, Sworn Oath is definitely in my, one of my top favourites. Um, it's interesting listening to a lot of people uh, talk about this song, and for me, I was re-listening to it over and over again, and uh, I, I really love this song. Um, Machine Messiah... Uh, it's definitely a song that I'm looking forward to, to doing live and see how that incorporates incorporates into the set. Um, Phantom Self, uh, I really like. Uh, that would be like my third favorite. <laughs> and uh, yeah, those are my top threes so far, but it's constantly changing. I mean, I just think you should just play the whole album, man. Just do it. Right. Yeah, I mean, that would be great to do that. I, I think it's a possibility. I don't see why not. You know, it, it would be a challenge. Um, we've never done that with the new album, you know, from beginning to end. So this is definitely something to think about. I mean, of course, it's going to be mega hard to choose a set list as well, isn't it? I mean, you've got to play the old yeah, favorites. Yeah, I mean, on this tour that we're doing coming up uh, in February with Creator and uh, Soilwork and Aborted, we have an hour set. So uh, we really want to have a good portion of new songs, um, probably about five new songs and try to do as much as we can, you know. Uh, it's important for us to really, to show that, you know, that it's exciting to play for us, you know, it adds a whole new energy to the set list. And I think we can incorporate with the older songs together. I think they'll go together very well. Out of your time with uh, Sepultura, which song would you say you're most proud of? That's a difficult question. <laughs> I mean, there's so many songs that uh, really uh, set a tone or, or, or remind me of certain times that were fantastic i don't I, I don't think i have just one song that i'm extremely uh proud of i mean i think there's so many songs that i, I, I truly love 
There's, I mean, there's one thing that I thought was really interesting to do, uh, and it's not even our own song, but it was great that we, we did it in, in such a time span that was so short and just so naturally, but I, I love the way that it turned out. It was a, a massive attack cover, Angel, that we did, and uh, I really love that song and the sound and working with Steve Evans, and you know, still to this day, I'm just like, wow, you know, I, I'm really glad that we did our own interpretation of such a, a fantastic band fantastic song.
album artwork is amazing for Machine Messiah. Will he be having, or do you have a framed copy on your wall at home yet? Our business manager actually bought it <laughs> uh, for us, uh, and, and hopefully, I mean, I, I would love to get like a copy of it. I mean, it, it's it's really phenomenal uh, that we really d discovered this artist uh, in the Philippines, um, and this was you know, with the help of technology again. <laughs> Andreas uh, discovered her, and uh, and she had no idea. About metal or anything. This was a painting that she had done before, you know, we met her, and uh, so it just really connected with what the ideas that we were having about the album uh, perfectly. We got very lucky, and, uh, and and we're very lucky to get in contact with her as well because it, it was very difficult because she doesn't speak English, and I had a friend living in the Philippines, and I was asking him, you know, do you think you can? contact her we've been trying to for half a year and there's no no luck uh, and he called me back within an hour or so and he's like yeah i got a hold of her she's totally down to do this ecstatic <laughs>
you head out on a big European and stateside tour soon. Are there any places you're looking forward to playing the most? So many. I mean, it's, it's really great when you're able to tour with bands that you have a lot of respect for and, and, uh, and you, you know that it's a good combination and a powerful package. So I think it, it really helps each other, you know, to do such an uh, incredible tour. So I have a, a lot of respect for the bands that we're going on tour with. And, and all the places that we're going uh, are, you know, are places that we've gone to before. But I'm looking forward to the whole thing, honestly. You know, every place is just a different energy, a history that, you know, that's, you know, unforgettable a lot of times. So I'm really looking forward to all the places. Playing a few dates in the UK, but not many, do you think you'll be able to return later on in the year for a more extensive tour? Absolutely. That That's the plan that we have is to really come back and to do our own headlining tour uh, after these tours. And so probably at the end of the year and into next year, we'll be doing that, you know, 100%. It must be great to look out on a crowd and see fathers with sons and daughters in the audience. It just shows how strong the scene is, don't you think? It's just amazing. Such an important aspect of, of the style of music, you know, really passing it down to, to the youth and, and, and kids to really listen to something that has meaning and, and something that's so powerful and tradition and, uh, you know, something that's very real and true. And it, it's, it's, it's phenomenal, you know. I mean, being here in Brazil, people are extremely passionate as well. And, and seeing people who are even older than I am passing down, you know, bands like Deep Purple, you know, where there's a lot of young people that know about Deep Purple here, which I thought was fascinating because where I grew up, I, it wasn't that big. <laughs> and so coming to, to South America and, and even being able to tour with Deep Purple was just fascinating to me, but to see how many young kids that are really, really into it, you know, and I think this is important to pass on this tradition and uh, it's beautiful to see, really. How do you maintain your voice? Because, I mean, you're going to be doing a hell of a tour. Well, it's important for me to to, to really take care of, uh, of doing, you know, speaking a lot, um, That especially after a show. It's really, I like to keep kind of quiet after a show and let my voice uh, recuperate and rest. Um, I don't drink alcohol before a show. Um, that's a, a no-no. Um, especially after a show, it's really to take it easy with any type of alcohol, especially wine, anything that's really acidic-y. I, I don't use any like throat medicine or type of uh, coating um, because I need to know if there's something wrong with my voice at all times. So that would... Uh, disable me from really knowing if there is a serious problem. Um, I do a lot of exercises before the show and after the show, like a warm-up and a warm-down. And so I think through the many years of touring, I've been able to uh, maintain my voice in a, in, in, and knock on wood, never had to cancel a show. Um, I, I think it's harder to do new songs because I have to get the breathing techniques down doing those songs live. With older songs, I know exactly where I'm breathing, and this is a big aspect of not losing my voice is using the diaphragm and pushing air out and not really using the throat. But with new songs, I find it's a little, it's, it's difficult. Um, just really getting very comfortable uh, with the breathing for me um, and not getting tired and having the breath to sing certain parts and knowing, you know, knowing this uh, at the top of my head, you know, it takes some time and touring helps with that. So, you know, those are 
number of things that I do to really preserve my voice. I mean, the album's only been out what, not even a week. Um, but have you had a chance? <laughs> have you had a chance to consider which direction you would like to go with your next album, or is it way too early to say? Uh, it's pretty early, I gotta say. <laughs> I wish I could. I mean, constantly having ideas, but uh, I think it's a little too early now. Uh, I think we're just getting so settled into. Uh, getting ready to go on the road with this and see how it goes and, and see which songs play well best and uh, I'm sure there'll be tons of influence and, and ideas that will come from touring um, and traveling uh, you know, or touring uh, yeah, the same thing and uh, you know just just you know different things that happen and that are happening socially around us you know that that has a big impact on yeah. uh, the ideas that come around for the next album so we will see you've been with Setlature a long time now does it annoy you that people still refer to the Max Cavalera years as being the best Setlature era or are you just happy with what you're doing and do you let it go over your head? I definitely have learned to let it go over my head. I mean, people have a right to have their, their, you know, their choice of what they feel is the best or what they enjoy, what they relate to. You know, this is something I, I completely understand. The people that grew up with listening um, to that time period uh, when he was in the band. So I, I can understand that. I was a fan before I got in the band. So, I, I mean, I have total respect for the past of what was done in the past with Sepultura, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, at the same time, I, there's, I feel there's a lot of new fans that we've been able to capture, um, and even some old fans. And I, I think it's a wonderful thing that uh, we've been building and working on, and it's gotten to a point where there's a really good mix of people that just want to hear the songs played well and uh, with passion and with heart. And so I, I believe we've been able to do that and maintain that, you know, with respecting ourselves and, and, and loving what we do. And I think people see that live. It doesn't, doesn't really bother me because, you know, I respect everyone's opinion. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I truly love what I do. So I, I can't, you know, be that down about it. You know, I, I feel there's a, a huge level of accomplishment that we've uh, been working on with Sepultura, so. Can you tell me why we should buy Machine Messiah? Well, I, I think, like you said, there's such a diversity of songs on the album. I, I think it's something very interesting to listen to nowadays, you know, especially with heavy music. There's so many great bands out there doing so many different things. And I, and I feel that we were able to do, you know, to capture something from the past that we've been doing, but also something very new and, and different uh, to us. And so I think, if you, you know, this is a time for discovering and, and checking out things uh, that are different from the norm. And this is an album that should definitely be checked out because there's not really boring moment out in at all, I believe. Um, and I love the feeling of it um, from beginning to the end. And that was the idea of from the very beginning to really make a cohesive album. And it's just really a, a beautiful mixture of, uh, of 
ideas and traveling and, and really putting our personality into those songs. Can you give me three words to describe yourself? Let's see. God, this is like total like an ego blow up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Curious, creative, passionate. How would you best sum up the mood in Sepultura today? Uh, man, the mood right now is just like over the top. I mean, we've been on vacation now, so it was kind of funny having the album come out, being away from everybody in the band. And uh, I just feel like it's something like Voltron, you know, like once we get together, we'll be able to like really connect um, from all the, the good energy and the... The, the good vibes and feedback from this album and just go out and do a, a, a tremendous tour. So uh, I, I think everyone's so up in spirits and really excited for this new year. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to being back in the UK with Machine Messiah. I'm looking forward to these next tours and, and, uh, and just seeing the faces, you know, like in the hearing hearing the voices from the people and uh, just want to thank everybody for, you know, that's really stayed with us and believing in us. This is Derek Green from Sepultura and you're listening to The Metal Gods Meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. 